You are listening to Next Level Conversations Podcast, where I am here to teach you high-level directors, you high-level executives, and high-performer women how to take that internal dialogue that keeps slowing you down to the next level, how to create strategies much faster so that we can get to your bottom line, how to take all your objectives to the finish line so that we can stop repeating the nonsense. Yep, I said it, us. You're already motivated. It's time to get up and get into it. Let's get to implementation. Get into your community, get into your life. There are no more excuses and we are here. Yep, we are talking about the things that no one wants to talk about. We're having hard conversations in order to get to the next level. Yep, I said it, we are looking at ourselves. We're gonna start with us in order to transform our bottom lines. So let's get into it. I'm sitting at an executive uh, meeting. I often coach a lot of high-level executives about their business. And oftentimes, they give me all of their problems. And I'm saying problems, but in all reality, my expert brain thinks of them as problems. positive challenge or as a a good opportunity for change. And that's really how I authentically feel when I sit across from directors of programs and executive directors. So the other day, I'm sitting across from a director. We're going over the challenge points, the pain points in the company. And they're pulling their hair out. Uh, You know, they're feeling like the angst and they're uh, talking about all the things that are not going great as they should. Uh, And on their list, one of the things was, hey, you know, um, we are are. Uh, staff files don't have this, this, and this. Uh, They are expired in this area and there's no one's monitoring it. We're looking great over here, but yet we're not showing up professionally to our employees because sometimes the checks have been late or, um, you know, uh, something's been late and it's making me look bad as a director. Does this sound familiar to any of you? So I'm sitting across and we're going through this, right? And in my mind, I can hear great opportunities for expansion. I can hear great opportunities for wealth growth. I want you for a moment to stop and look at your challenges within your business as opportunities for you to grow. This is what could be happening. In this example that I just talked about, What actually was happening within this company is that they are now at the level to grow and expand their capacity to catch the wealth. So the brilliant CEO of this particular company has put everything in place so that the capacity to catch the wealth as it comes in is there. The foundation is there. The services are there. The qualified people are in place to provide that service. Uh, The systems are in place to nurture the customer once they come through the doors. And the actual staff members know the heart and the vision of the company. 
Some of the key things are in place. The space of the facility has gotten larger. Therefore, it has the capacity to serve not just 25, not just 50, but 100 to 200 uh, customers at one time, which means they had to expand their building, which also means that there's been a lot of cost going out. Cost, investment, I look at it as recycling the resources that you have. One of the things that was happening in this company is that it has a visionaire as a CEO, and the CEO is off creating the capacity for the wealth to come in. And then you have the administrative and the working staff who are the ones to catch that. Well, sometimes it can become uncomfortable for your staff. And I'm a little edgy when it comes to this because this is the way I strategically set up businesses. I believe in financially um, developing the business when it makes financial sense to do so. And sometimes this can internally become uncomfortable. So here's what I mean by that. Sometimes when I've sat with people and they're at the beginning of setting up their business, they have a bucket of resources, uh, a nice amount of money, and they want their space to look a certain way, be a certain way, have the best from the very beginning. And so they're looking to put all of their cash flow into uh, this beautiful uh, space and make sure everything is perfect before they start moving. I actually uh, do not believe in doing that first. I believe in doing what makes financial sense in that moment, regardless of how much money you have over here in this bucket to put towards the business. I believe in allowing the business to breathe and make money first and money coming back into it before you put money back into it, if that makes sense. So you need to have money flowing into it before you begin to put more money into it. So it's reciprocal and it should be happening both ways. But I believe one of the biggest mistakes that a lot of business owners make is that they throw all of their resources in at the beginning. And then when the revenue is slower coming in, they now have created a high overhead and a high upkeep and the stress is on. I actually recommend going the other way, which can be a little bit edgy for the people that work for you, because sometimes it's going to feel like a bunch of frustration and a chaotic mess. But I would like to challenge you today to think about the fact that sometimes when there are a lot of challenges, a lot of breakdowns, and a lot of what looks like craziness is actually the opposite is actually a testimony to the fact that it is time for you to grow certain divisions within your company. It is time for you to possibly uh, expand from the space that you're in. It's possibly time for you to let some people go, rehire, hire new qualified people. So Today's a little edgy conversation on Next Level Conversations. I'm talking to business owners. I'm sitting across the table from an executive the other day, and we're going over all of these pain points, and I'm thinking to myself, you actually have a quality challenge here, and I know it doesn't feel like it. So let me go a little deeper and give you a visual of this. So 
when you start a mom and pop, let's just say that. And this is what I told them in the coaching session. You know, when a mom and pop starts, let's think of a store. Okay, give you a visual. Think of a mom and pop store in the community. When a mom and pop store opens up, it's called mom and pop because that's who actually works in there. Usually it's family operated. Uh, You'll call on a cousin, an auntie, you know, a grandfather. Somebody's retired. They have the time and the ability to open up the door every day. And they're becoming a staple in that community. Well, imagine if that community began to grow and the need for a larger supermarket presented itself. This is a reality today in America. A lot of our uh, communities are growing and the communities that maybe started smaller are now growing with uh, single family homes, uh, the need for larger grocery stores and uh, convenience stores and things like that are real. So this is a real example for you. Uh, Just imagine this mom and pop store starting in a small community. It was okay for them to order. And if they were running out of something, they ran to Costco and grabbed a possible, um, you know, some replacements really quick. You know, think about that mom and pop store that uses things like uh, the big department stores, your bulk purchasing so that they can uh, use that as a product. Well, imagine if that community started to grow and they had the opportunity to now expand and have a large grocery store to serve thousands versus a couple of hundreds. The same systems and the same people that were operating that smaller store are not going to be able to operate those same positions in the larger supermarket. So if that was a scenario and the supermarket got larger, the owner would have to consider now hiring an HR department because before the auntie who was really good at organizing was the HR department. They may have to really hire someone that does um, your inventory and purchasing. Whereas before, Uncle Johnny was running down the street to grab some things from the local bulk provider of drinks, chips, and things like that. Whereas now we need someone that is used to uh, purchasing and managing larger amounts of money and budgeting and inventory. That may require the owner of that company to now have to go and hire someone with more experience. Well, during that transition time, that growth time, it can become uncomfortable. So my question to you today is, does your business, the business that you currently have, have the capacity for growth? If you do not have the systems in place to capture wealth at a different level, you'll never grow. You'll never grow financially because you don't have the financial buckets, the systems in place to capture that wealth. And what could happen is that company could actually buckle. Some of you have businesses right now and you're asking yourself, man, we need to grow from here to the next level in the next few months. We need to grow this year in 2023. If you do not have the correct systems in place to grow from a mom and pop to a superstore, 
you could possibly be at risk for either buckling and folding as a company or staying stagnant and never reaching those goals. The reason why I started this podcast today talking about this coaching session I had was because this particular company is ready for the growth. So here's what we had to come up with. Number one, it was time to actually onboard a true HR and finance department. See, when I looked a little deeper at the issue, it wasn't that the wealth wasn't there. It was that the management system that was in place could not keep up with the demand of getting the payroll out on time, of getting the checks made, because they were doing it the old-fashioned way. And it was now time for this company to get up to the time. Some of that stuff can be automated. It doesn't have to be in the hands of someone um, that cuts the checks or writes the checks. It is now time for that company to up their game and have an automatic payroll system. And that would alleviate uh, the checks not being there on time or it trickling down to the staff not getting paid on time. It wasn't that the money wasn't there or the ability for the money wasn't there. It was simply that the system was not there and it outweighed the person that sat in that role, if that makes sense. So now that role now needed to grow into a department and bring in the people and the systems to automate and grow that. Once the systems and the people were in place to automate that, there was more room for the money to flow into. And that's the goal of businesses, right? Is to get the money growing, to get the, the growth going. Sometimes the positions in the company need to be reevaluated because the person that was currently holding it as a mom and pop scenario no longer has the capacity to grow that position, that department, and it may be time to expand and find someone else that is qualified to manage as a $2 million company. So if you were managing a company that's making one hundred to 250000 and your goal is to be a million-dollar company by the end of 2023, you're going to have to go and look at your systems the capacity to obtain and hold half of a million dollars. Because I guarantee you the systems that you're currently using as a hundred and a $250,000 company is not the same systems that you're going to be able or even need to use at a million or more dollar company. So do you have the capacity for growth? It's great to have visioning meetings and planning meetings and to put on the board, we're going to go from a $200,000 company to a million-dollar company by the end of 2023, great. It's even great to have the strategy step-by-step on how we're going to do it. But if you do not have the growth capacity and the systems in place to capture that, you have some hazardous risks along that plan. So I'm simply telling you right now that you are going to need to look at 
your capacity within the company. When you begin to create the, the, the I say the, the systems or the containers for more money to flow into, and you'll be able to hold and actually uh, generate from there and manage that money, then you're ready for that wealth growth. So back to this example I gave you, the two things that that director and the owner of that company have to do in the first quarter is this. They have to research and hire on an HR team uh, that meet that root that is actually at the level to their financial ability. So that's their takeaway. They have to create and go after and hire an HR team and a system. And then the other piece that they needed to do was to drive the customer base to the door. They have everything in place for it. They're missing the marketing now. How many of you know that your company needs to get out there? You're a hidden gem. Uh, no one knows about you. And you, in your planning meeting, said you wanted to go from this level to the next level by the end of the year. If you don't have the marketing capacities in place, how will you do that? If you do not have the HR teams, the administrative teams, your actual uh, staff and team members in place to handle the million dollars or to handle the flow of customer base that will come in to generate that money. If you don't have that stuff in place, it's not going to happen. So today is, uh, uh, we're at the top of the year. 2023, and I know it can be a little painful for some of you. You are at a certain level, you have a certain level of success, and you're trying to grow it to the next level of wealth. The question is, do you have the capacity to grow to the wealth level that you have in your plan for 2023? This is a wake-up call for you businesses out there. Stop do a reality check on the systems you have in place. Stop, do a reality check on uh, the mom and pop mindset that may be inside of your company right now. You may have some mom and pop movement going on in your company and yet you want to be that super center by the end of 2023. You're going to have to go in right now during this first quarter, reevaluate, Get the buckets in place, the divisions in your company in place, and the staff in place so that they can receive the millions. Notice that this conversation on Next Level is about moving forward. We're not talking about the things that are not possible. We're talking about possibilities here on this podcast, and we're putting in place the things that are needed to capture the wealth. Come on, everybody. I know you want to make that wealth by the end of 2023. Let's take our bottom lines to the next level. Simple steps. Get them in place. Don't wait. Before this quarter is up, you need to make sure that you evaluate your company to see if you can even hold what you have put down in your financial plans for the year. Let's really back, people. Let's start. It's simple, but it's meaningful and essential. Let's get busy and have some successful uh, money-making year this year in 2023, everybody. Thank you for joining us today, and it's all about growth and wealth this year. 
All right, all right. You've been listening to Next Level Conversations Podcast, where we have had the difficult conversations that no one wants to have. We talk about the things that most people don't want to talk about, and we say the things that most people won't say in order to get things done that most people won't get done. It's time to get up, wake up, get out, and make some stuff happen.